0: Welcome back, everyone, to Say What He's Saying. Once again, my name is Brendan, and I want to introduce you to our financial segment, Money Talks. Uh, this is where usually we can discuss a myriad of topics concerning money, stocks, investments, and any other financial inquiries you may have. Uh, for this week, we'll be discussing both Roth and traditional IRAs.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited to talk about this. I think that it's a it's an important topic. It's something that is something that everyone should have some understanding of. And even though we're not the experts, right, it's something that we have enough experience with that we can talk about and kind of hopefully offer some guidance to people if they haven't started investing at all.
0: And that's exactly why we have this. Many people don't discuss it. It's our job to bring to the forefront. It's say what he's saying for a reason, got to touch on everything. All right. So once again, retirement and IRAs. So retirement accounts, investment accounts, what's the purpose? We'll get into what exactly an IRA is. But first, we need to get a grasp of why we feel this even needs to be said. So when saving for the future, when you're all resting in a cane and sitting in a bed, for example, in retirement, it isn't this Floridian summer soap commercials with the poofy hair, elderly riding their bikes. No, no, no. It's much more realistic with Social Security not being able to maintain our livelihoods and will more than likely be forced back into the workforce, grinding away our golden years for a few extra dollars. That's not ideal. Now, fun fact, Social Security as of 2020 is only around 1500 a month. It's like 18000 a year. So if you're used to living under the poverty line, this should not be much of... Uh, an issue. But for many Americans, this will be a, uh, a crunch indeed.
1: Yeah. And that's assuming we have access to Social Security. I mean, right. I mean it's a kind of a failed system in and of itself. And so mm-hmm. that's if we have that 18,000 per year, you may be out of luck if the government doesn't have the money to give you. But <laughs> sorry to interrupt. But. No, no, no. I, I mean, you're
0: 100% right. I mean, the point is to, yeah, exactly. You, gotta, you can't apologize to me. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Don't trust the government with your money. Trust yourself with your money and save for retirement. Do well, what we're talking about.
0: well, speaking of those who trust themselves, the average American retires around the age of 66 and lives to around the age of 79. That's around the 13 years you must be able, if willing, to keep your standard of living. From Investopedia that's around like a 65-year-old woman has like a 50% chance of making it to 86 and 84 for men, meaning that the younger self would have to plan for two decades of savings to account for that. Uh, as of 2017, 19% of people 65 years and older uh, work full or part-time, and 20% of workers currently say that they'll never be able to retire you have to think about those things when you plan to have a long life and grandkids and great-grandkids and travel the world and do all these things the Grand Canyon there's none of that if you're still if you have to work at Walmart. How mm-hmm. I many individuals have we seen that are well above my years by dozens that are, you know, still at Walmart so
1: Sure, and that's just to take care of yourself, right? Like you said kids, grandkids, right? You know, even if they've moved out and they've they're living their own lives and they have their own income, that doesn't mean you don't want to provide for them. It doesn't mean that you don't want to help them have a better life and, you know, give some money to your kids or give some inheritance to your kids or your grandkids. Right. And so if you're worried about your own retirement and, you know, you're, you're still, you still have those obligations on your plate. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's important. Of course.
0: Now, now with all that being said, that should kind of wake you up to the reality of, you know, preparing for when that day comes and that day will come. So what exactly is an IRA? Well, it's in an individual retirement account, and we're going to focus on the two mentioned earlier, Roth and traditional IRA for the individual retirement account. So a Roth IRA is a yearly contribution of around $5,500 a year after taxes have already been paid. So what's going to happen is you already get paid your salary or whatnot, and that money's already been taxed, right? And that money, you choose to go into your Roth IRA uh, account and this, and the sitting there has already been taxed. Mm-hmm. All the growth that you can maintain or that you can develop from that um, $5,500 a year also is tax free. Yep. However, there's no tax break, meaning when you file your taxes, you're not going to get a tax break compared to the traditional where you would get a tax break. So if we look at the traditional, it's a yearly contribution of $5,500 or more before taxes have been paid. This is called that tax deferred, meaning whatever money you put in now will not be taxed for when you want to take it out around, I think, 59 and a half. All the taxes that are implied during the income tax of that time will apply to that your accountant and then it'll be taken out. Right, and you do receive a tax break because you're choosing this tax-deferred process. Now, it's in the benefit of the government. Some may say because the taxes tend to increase as the decades progress. Now, you are taxed of whichever whichever time you choose to take the money out of that account, uh, you will be paying the taxes on that dollar amount. Right? Am I? Am you getting me so far, Zach?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, either you're getting taxed when you put it in with the Roth or you're getting taxed when you take it out with the traditional. So it's like, you know, basically if you, if you think you're going to make more when you're retiring or, you know, at the very end, when you're pulling this money out, then you're probably better off with a Roth because you're going to have a lower tax rate. You're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you're putting the money in. And Mm -hmm. so when it is taxed at the end, you know, with the traditional, presumably, you're in a higher tax bracket, you're making a little more money and so you're paying more taxes on it than you would with the Roth in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, so there are some penalties. Um, yeah. The first is, once again, you get penalized um, for the traditional if you were to take it out early. However, in regards to health, your first home your first home, or starting college, under some circumstances, it may not be penalized. Yeah. Um, also, you can make too much money uh, to even... Uh, develop a uh, IRA So you would have to check the IRS's Income limit um, to see If you're eligible uh, Also um, if you want to take money out The Roth is the best idea because Anytime you take out the money um, It is already The taxes have already been paid for it So it's not like taxes can shoot up next week If you already paid the taxes previously You don't have anything to worry about The traditional we have to worry about whatever taxes Is being imposed during that time Right now the fun stuff. Now, say, for instance, you, your name here, gets paid 5500 I mean, puts in uh, 5500 a year with a roughly an 8% growth over 35 years. That 8% is the average amount of growth uh, estimated for IRA accounts. Um, within 35 years, we will see over a million dollars uh, in return, right? And that's in regards to a Roth IRA, right? Granted, if you we were to look at the same example, if you were to pay it um, 8% over 35 years, whatever the percent may be, whether it be 10%, 20%, 35%, 50%, you would have to take half of that out, right, which is not as fun. So the Roth IRA right now is winning. Um, so say, for instance, you don't hit that million-dollar mark. Say, for instance, you don't put in that 5,500. Say, for instance... You get to like maybe 5,000 or even 45 or even 38. let us I gave a random number and said, say, for instance, you only get to 780,000 over that time period, over that 35 years. That will be equivalent. That a Roth IRA, 7, 780,000, will be equivalent to a traditional IRA or a 401k estimated at the same cost of a million dollars. So your money is going further the faster you jump into the Roth IRA. Um, and that, Zach, that's kind of the wrap up for, we trying try to keep it short here. You say yeah. what he's saying, quick, short, to the point, you know, retirements and IRAs. I like it. Um,
1: yeah, I like it. Brandon, what about you? So what do you have set up for your retirement? Do you have any of these, uh, set up or do you have a 401k through work?
0: So my, for my 401k, I think it matches everything up to 6%, I okay. think. Um, and I can easily set it up. I haven't set it up yet because I think I've heard that you can choose, where you incur your percent from your 401k. And my company is not uh, playing nice, uh, letting me in on that information. But I do look f- uh, forward to in the future developing a Roth IRA, especially after doing the research here. And I also, you know, I, I enjoy parlaying in the stock world. Right. So I plan on, and, and granted, there's just, there's an algorithm for how much money you can incur per month just being in the stock market.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's, the, you know, the, the, the percent growth a year after 5,500 granted you could put in more than 5,500 and depending on the stock can get more than 8% and then in less time get the same million. You see what I'm saying? Like it's all yeah, a numbers yeah. game. It's all in the algorithm. So yeah. Um, yeah. What We're about of- you? Cause I know you have a Roth IRA. When did you establish it? And what, what made you?
1: So I started during COVID, during lockdown. I did it because I was bored and I was looking for something to do. So I wanted to get on top of my finances. And so I, my boss even gave me a weird look when he was like, what are you doing to, to kill the time over lockdown? I'm like, oh, I started a Roth IRA. It's like, oh, okay. So, you know, it's one of those things, again, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this segment is that talking about it is kind of weird sometimes for people, especially, you know, people treat me like I'm a 55 year old because I started an IRA over lockdown. Um, but it's good for someone like me, you know, I'm a graduate student. I don't get, they don't match anything for me. I don't have a 401k. I don't have anything through U of M or my lab or anything. So it's all mm-hmm. on me. Um, and so Roth IRAs are a good option for someone like me, who for one, doesn't make a lot of money and knows that I will be in a high, or at least I I highly, highly hope that I will be in a higher tax bracket when I'm done and when I'm working um, mm-hmm. and don't have an option with a 401k or something. So yeah, so I started a Roth IRA. I've got money in there through Fidelity um, and I, you know, I have a little bit of it in quote unquote, safe stuff, right? Just investing directly in the market itself and ETFs that track the, the Dow or the S and P 500, stuff like that. But I still play. The nice thing about an IRA is you can still pick your investments a lot of times. And so you can buy whatever you want, right? If you want to buy, you know, individual stocks or invest in individual companies or whatever, you can do that with an IRA, which is nice.
0: And also just for those who were didn't want to at least do the math real quick, to get to that that uh, fifty five, you know, a year goal, that mm-hmm. they uh, they say biweekly, that's two thirty, mm-hmm. so two thirty a month, uh, two thirty every two weeks can get you to that goal, and I'm, I'm sure a, a nice tax free million dollars is a beautiful way to celebrate your sixtieth birthday.
1: Right. Well, and like we've talked about in the previous episodes, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the full fifty five hundred six thousand dollars. No, not, not in the
0: week. Nope, there's got, no minimum.
1: Yeah, if you've got a couple bucks to throw in here and there, now don't. know be careful like you were talking about with those penalties be Mm -hmm. careful don't put money in there that you absolutely may need to take out because you may incur some kind of penalty Mm -hmm. but you know it's a good option that even if you've only got a little bit of money to my credit card um, the rewards instead of giving me like you know percent off of of what well it still gives me percents off of certain purchases but um, it will give me rewards for all my purchases. But it puts those rewards directly into my IRA, and it will give me a little bit higher percentage rewards because I do that because I put it directly in there. So there's little creative ways to work around, you know, not having the money to invest. There's ways to get that money to to put it in there and have something, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think this is good. I think this is a good segment um, talking about IRAs. Like we said, this is one of the fundamental key. Portions of investing that it's something that needs to be talked about. Um, yeah. And I, I, was, I was actually thinking about it
0: today. You know, previously, many people would say that and I would agree that the information wasn't as readily out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't taught in schools. Yeah, that rhetoric is dead. YouTube is as free as a bird, at least for the next 10 years. I this what we're showing now. What, what we're trying to establish here is opportunities for each and every one of our listeners to establish a future for their grandkids. And you'll be the reason why they're able to go to whichever college they want. They can open up whatever business. They don't necessarily have to get a, a loan from the bank. They can get a loan from Pop Pop or yeah. Mom mom. I don't. I don't know how. They in the Midwest they say they say that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, however, yes. I, I this is the opportunity for uh for us to get financially educated. And if you guys want any topics, you want us to open up one, granted, we're going to jump back into stocks. Uh, Zach recommended the IRA ones. I thought it was really cool. I jumped on it. So you guys, whatever topics you guys want us to to speak on in regards to finances, let us know. We'll do a whole presentation on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I'm excited for this segment. I think it'll be a, a good addition to the other segments that we're doing. Um, And the fact that the fact that two non experts like us have to talk about this and see this within, you know, our friend groups and stuff means that it absolutely was a failure of the education system on some level, right? We shouldn't, we shouldn't be the neuroscientists and the neurophysiologists shouldn't be the ones that have to explain to you how to invest your money, but so it is. And that was, that was the segment on IRAs. So like Brandon said, let us know if you have suggestions for future episodes Um, If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell um, and check us out everywhere. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and everywhere else you follow or subscribe on there. It really helps us out and check us out on social media. Facebook is Say What Needs Saying. Instagram, Say What Needs Saying. LinkedIn, Say What Needs Saying. And Twitter, we're Say What Needs. That's the segment on IRAs. Tune in next time for more.